Hello and welcome to Bought at a Price podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Our mission is to take you on a redemptive journey towards understanding the way that God views your body, your lifestyle, and your role in His kingdom. We are committed to bringing you solid biblical wisdom combined with practical science-backed lifestyle tips and information to help you care for yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Thank you for joining us. Hello, friends. How are you faring with all of this social isolation, social distancing, and depending on where you live, absolute mandates to stay at home unless it's absolutely necessary to leave the house. I really pray that you are finding ways to have fun, to enjoy yourself, and that you're getting along with anybody that shares the house with you. So today, because of coronavirus, we're going to be talking about ways to naturally boost your immune system with food. And I found it kind of funny, not funny, that it appears many people are turning to Google and asking what to eat to prevent coronavirus. Yes, sadly, when I started to Google what to eat, the very first thing that Google popped up was prevent coronavirus as the tag it thought I was looking for, for the end of what to eat, not anything but coronavirus. And sadly, friends, there aren't foods that will prevent coronavirus. The questions that we should be asking are questions like, what nutrients does the immune system need and how do you keep the immune system healthy? A healthy immune system is our first line of defense against the coronavirus as well as the viruses responsible for the common cold and the flu. Yes, colds are caused by viruses and not bacteria. So today I'm going to be showing you how to naturally boost your immune system and keep it healthy. We're going to talk about vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, and lifestyle factors that all work together to keep your immune system healthy and to help rev up your immune system as quickly as possible. I've also included some immune-boosting recipes for each of the nutrients that we're going to talk about today. But for those recipes, you're going to have to go to the show notes because I'm not going to be reading a recipe to you and I'm not going to be giving you a little video. But maybe one of these days, I will give you a little video. First, what does your immune system need? We want to start with a little sciencey stuff today. God fearfully and wonderfully made everything in the human body, including your immune system, and all of which depend on food to function. Yet one of the biggest problems in America is that we're overfed and undernourished. And guess what? Both of these things weaken and reduce the effectiveness of your immune system. Your immune system is composed of specialized cells and organs that work 24-7, keeping your body running as God designed it. Everything we do brings bacteria that are strange, yeasts, viruses, and more 
into our body. And when this happens, your immune system samples everything to decide if it's safe or not. If it's not safe, your innate immune system mounts a response and sends out cellular infantrymen to remove the problem. Your innate excuse me, immune system is your first line of defense. But it then passes information to your adaptive immune system, and they make it a little note of what this stranger looks like. Then the next time that stranger finds its way into your body, your adaptive immune system recognizes it, and it quickly eradicates the problem by sending out the right cellular sniper team. But here's where nutrition comes in. Just like everything else in your body, your immune system depends on you to provide it with food that contains the nutrients it needs. Because without these nutrients, your immune system can't create the infantry and sniper cells needed. This is what happens when you're undernourished. But like I said in the beginning, your immune system also suffers if it's overfed. Most Americans eat far more calories than their body needs, but aren't eating the foods that keep their body or immune system healthy. Being overfed leads to things like overweight obesity, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, fatty liver, and more. And at the root of these diseases lies inflammation. Ever cut your finger? It gets rid and swollen, doesn't it? That's inflammation, and inflammation is caused by your immune system. And most people who are overfed and undernourished are also highly inflamed. This inflammation means that your immune system is busy trying to put out that inflammatory fire. And because of this, it doesn't have the nutrients needed to fight things like the common cold, let alone coronavirus. What a healthy immune system needs is a steady supply of good-for-you whole foods. So how do you keep your immune system healthy? You provide it with nutrients it requires. Nutrients like zinc, selenium, iron, copper, folate, and vitamins like A, C, and E are what your immune system needs. And before we talk about some of those more familiar nutrients, I want to introduce you to an antioxidant you might not have heard of before. He's called glutathione, and glutathione helps your body recycle and utilize other antioxidants like vitamin C and vitamin E. The problem is, is that once glutathione puts out a fire, it can't continue fighting for you. And that's where you step in. By eating certain foods, you can provide your body the nutrients it needs to put glutathione back in the fight. Some researchers refer to glutathione as the master antioxidant because it is just that powerful. And it's something that your body makes for you, but you have to help your body continue making glutathione and putting the glutathione it's already made back into the fight. Because the more glutathione you've got active and fighting, 
the healthier you'll be. The good news, though, is that many of the foods needed to keep glutathione up and running also contain the other nutrients that your immune system needs. And good old God, he even put glutathione in a few foods. But keep in mind, many of the glutathione-containing foods should be eating raw or lightly cooked since overcooking and sometimes cooking in general can reduce their glutathione content. Some of the foods that contain glutathione, asparagus, avocado, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, spinach, broccoli, garlic, chives, and more. You're going to hear some of those foods over and over and over again today because they are also foods that contain some of the other nutrients that we're going to talk about. So, some other nutrients that your body needs. We're going to start with vitamins the immune system needs. And the first is vitamin C. Vitamin C helps various aspects of your innate, that's your first line of defense, infantrymen, and adaptive. This is the specialized sniper cell part of your immune system. It Vitamin C helps them function properly. And deficiency leads to an impaired immune system and increased likelihood of bacterial or viral infection. This vitamin also plays a key role, as you're probably guessing, in preventing sickness and supporting your immune system if sickness strikes. So it's important that it is in your diet on a slow and steady constant basis also very heavily present in your diet when you get sick. Food sources of vitamin C, bell peppers, oranges, kiwis, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, two guys I've already mentioned, cabbage, cauliflower, strawberries, and more. And the best recipe for a healthy immune system is always going to be one that contains a variety of immune-boosting nutrients. So be sure and go to the show notes because there is a link there so that you can access a recipe that goes with each nutrient that we talk about today. Vitamin A is the second vitamin that we're going to talk about for a healthy immune system. It helps your immune system combat inflammation. It helps aspects of your immune system develop, and it also regulates different aspects of your immune system. When you think regulate, think go slow, go fast, turn on, turn off, those kinds of things. Good food sources of vitamin A. Beef liver, you're going to hear that one more than once as well. Sweet potato, spinach, carrots, cantaloupe, bell peppers again, broccoli again. There's some repeats, but there's also more foods that contain vitamin A. You got to go to the show notes for those as well as the recipes. And the third vitamin I want to talk about today is also known as a hormone or a pro-hormone, and that's vitamin D, our sun vitamin. And it's called the sun vitamin because spending time in the sun is actually the best way to get vitamin D because when you're in the sun, your body 
makes vitamin D. So spend 10 to 15 minutes in the sun with your arms and legs exposed. There's even an app that will tell you based on where you are, what time zone and how close you are to the equator, what the best time of day is for vitamin D production. But it's more than that. Vitamin D also regulates both your innate infantryman and your adaptive sniper. Immune activity and deficiency is associated with increased likelihood of infection. Deficiency in vitamin D can lead to a whole lot more problems than just an increased likelihood of infection. It's really associated with a lot of different sicknesses and diseases. And there's not a lot of food sources of vitamin D unless the foods have been fortified with vitamin D. But a couple of good food sources, rainbow trout and salmon. So some minerals that your immune system needs. Zinc. You probably recognize this one because he's always on the cold and flu shelf as lozenges or sprays or syrups or something. But you want to really get zinc in food form. Most of the research on zinc has only found benefit with certain types of lozenges. But this mineral plays a key role in your immune system and deficiency you probably can answer the question, what does it cause? An increased risk of infection. It helps your infantrymen and your sniper cells all respond, and it also serves as an antioxidant. So antioxidants, I like to think of those as the guys that keep rust from forming in your body. We don't want rust. It's not fashionable for our body. But food sources of zinc, oysters, beef chuck, Alaskan king crab, and for those of us who don't eat animal proteins, pumpkin seeds, cashews, chickpeas, oatmeal, and almonds. Copper is another one, and you don't hear about it often, but it is a nutrient that your immune system needs. In the nutrition world, you typically always learn about zinc and copper together because too much zinc can diminish your copper levels. But one can also mask the other. But if copper levels aren't adequate, your immune system won't have enough neutrophils. Neutrophils are white blood cells, and they are the white blood cells that are your infantrymen. They're typically the part of your innate immune system that's the first line of defense against those microorganisms like bacteria and viruses. Good food sources, beef liver, told you you'd hear that again, oysters, and oysters, like I said, the best source of zinc is oysters. Three oysters has more zinc than you'd almost need for ever. But I love that God also put copper in oysters. God knows the balance that we need things in. But ladies, have no fear, unsweetened baking chocolate and dark chocolate also contains some copper, as well as cashews, sunflower seeds, chickpeas, and salmon, something else that we just mentioned as well. Black tea can be another good source of copper. 
So some phytonutrients. Phyto means plant, so plant nutrients. These are nutrients that your body needs in smaller amounts, and they're nutrients that we can only get from plants. And there's three of them that I want to talk about today. The first is quercetin. This is a flavonoid or a plant pigment, and it's found in a lot of different fruits and vegetables, and it has anti-inflammatory, antiviral, and antioxidant properties. Good food sources, apples, onions, capers are one of the best. Green bell peppers, also a good source of vitamin C. Lettuce, asparagus, broccoli. You've heard these things repeatedly, haven't you? But it's also found in many nuts, seeds, and leaves. But organic fruits and vegetables tend to contain more quercetin than their non-organic counterparts. But if you can't afford to eat organic, don't worry about it. Eat the fruits and vegetables because eating non-organic is better than eating none. But remember, with quercetin, the highest concentration is typically found in the most colorful part of the plant. So eat the color unless you absolutely can't. The second phytonutrient, curcumin, and that's the orange flesh of the turmeric root. And you are probably aware that this spice has become very popular for its anti-inflammatory benefits, but it's also an important regulator of your immune system. And it's a great way that you can flavor foods. So just put a little turmeric powder along with some fresh ground black pepper into any of the foods that you're making. It's not going to provide too horrible much flavor unless you go really heavy handed with it. But always remember if you're using turmeric root or turmeric powder, you need to include the fresh ground black pepper because the piperine in the pepper activates the curcumin in the turmeric root. And the last phytonutrient I want to talk about is something called glyceriza. This is found in licorice root. And licorice root is a common weapon in Chinese, Ayurvedic, and naturopathic medicine, but not something most Americans are familiar with. And licorice root is very, very different than Twizzlers. This is a sweet tasting root that can increase the number of immune cells that your body has fighting against infection and tumor growth. It also is a great root for steeping in a tea because it helps to calm acid reflux and anything that's irritating your throat and esophagus. Now, I've got two recipes in the show notes. First, two immune boosting home remedies. One is for four thieves vinegar and the other is for something called change of seasons soup. And both of these recipes are great for boosting your immune system and helping prevent viruses like the coronavirus. And they've been circulating in naturopathic medicine for years, but I've included my versions of them at the link in the show notes. In addition to those two recipes, there is a recipe for every single nutrient that I mentioned today in the show notes as well. But the thing with any of these recipes, they don't work 
to get rid of something you already have. When you are talking about revving up and keeping your immune system healthy, it needs to be a combination of lifestyle factors that are things that you do the majority of the time. So if eating for a healthy immune system is not something that you're doing now, start eating for a healthy immune system. Because every single day that you make eating for a healthy immune system the way you eat, you're getting one step closer to providing your body everything that it needs for helping to prevent sickness. But there's additional things that a healthy immune system needs us to do. And one of those is avoiding inflammatory foods. For many people, some foods cause inflammation in the body. And this could present as joint pain, brain fog, skin issues, and more. And foods that typically cause inflammation, processed foods, foods with added sugar, gluten-containing foods. And for some people, it even includes things like eggs, corn, dairy, and beef. But if you think inflammation might be a problem in your body, remove the foods that I mentioned in today's episode and focus on eating the foods that boost your immune system and see how you don't start feeling in a week or two. Sleep. A healthy immune system needs a good night's rest just as much as the rest of your body does. At a minimum, you need to focus on getting seven to eight hours of quality sleep each night. Water. Your body is made of 60 plus percent water and your immune system depends on you for water just as much as it does for food. So each day, aim to drink half your weight in ounces of water. Keep in mind that when you are eating predominantly plants, plant foods also contain a large amount of water. So if you weigh 180 pounds, you're not going to need to drink a full 90 ounces of water that day. You can always do the pee test. And when your pee is almost the palest yellow it could be, you're drinking enough water. It's always going to be darker in the morning and fade as you drink liquids throughout your day. But two other things your immune system needs. One of those is stress. Stress has a very negative impact on all aspects of your health, but especially on your immune system. So if you're dealing with a lot of stress, consider finding a Christian counselor who can help. Otherwise, I've included two links in the show notes for some episodes that talk about ways to deal with stress. And the last but not least thing your immune system needs is physical activity. Activity helps to reduce stress, it improves your sleep, and it boosts your immune system. And you don't need a gym membership either which is good since none of us can go to the gym. You just need to make a point of building 30 plus minutes of physical activity into each day. I've included an episode in the show notes with some ways to be active without a gym membership. As you've likely noticed, food can boost your immune system and the nutrients your immune system needs are mostly plants. 
staying healthy and ensuring your immune system can protect you from getting sick, though, isn't about quick fixes. For food to help you not get sick, you have to make eating healthy a part of your life. Start with some of the recipes that I have in the show notes, and each day, try a new recipe and try adding a new nutrient that'll boost your immune system into your diet. Another little tip is drink green tea throughout the day. Green tea is a great beverage for immune health and overall health. Excuse me. I found that most people who follow a plant-based diet, at least a whole food style plant-based diet, typically have the strongest immune systems. And if you'd like more information on what a whole food plant-based diet looks like, and P.S., you can eat a whole foods plant-based diet and still eat meat. I've included the link to that episode where we talk about that in the show notes as well. There's a lot of stuff linked in the show notes for you to listen to today, friends. Lots. If you're uncertain, though, of how many foods you're already eating that help to build your immune system, there's my favorite app, the Chronometer app. Track your diet. Track what you eat and drink for five or six days and then compare the results to the foods that we talked about in this episode. If you find yourself falling short on a few, Add them in. Use the recipes from this episode that are in the show notes to get those nutrients into your diet. Because friends, when you eat the foods that boost your immune system, you'll be surprised at how infrequently you get sick. And that, my friends, is good news. So until next time, remember, eating vegetables goes a long way in keeping the doctor away. God bless.